There are some stories in Jewish history that are so bizarre, so fascinating, so completely wild that they feel straight out of a movie. Join hosts Yael Steiner and Jonathan Schwab for Season 3 of Jewish History Nerds, a new season of intrigue, mystical realms, and bloody battles. Jewish History Nerds will keep you on the edge of your seat as you learn all about some of the craziest and most amazing, yet largely unknown stories that fill Jewish history books. Jewish History Nerds Season 3, hosted by Yael Steiner and Jonathan Schwab, available wherever you listen listen to podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Beyond Zero is Toyota's vision of a carbon-neutral future and more. Toyota gives you the power to reduce carbon emissions and help move toward its vision with a wide selection of electrified vehicles. Whether you're into hybrid EVs for that traditional Toyota feel with better MPG, battery EVs for a smooth and silent ride, or plug-in hybrid EVs that switch between battery and fuel, Toyota has you covered. And for those who prefer hydrogen, Toyota's fuel cell EVs emit nothing but water vapor from the tailpipe. So cool. Giving you the choice on how to reduce carbon emissions and move closer to Toyota's Beyond Zero Vision. Visit toyota.com slash electrified vehicles slash beyond zero vision. Toyota, let's go places. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hey, y'all. We're rerunning two episodes today, which means you might hear two hosts. Enjoy the show. Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson, and it's August 19th. Philo T. Farnsworth was born on this day in 1906. And Philo T. Farnsworth was an inventor. He was inventing things as a teenager. This included winning a National Science and Invention magazine contest at the age of 13. He invented a tamper-proof lock for the Model T ignition switch. The next year, his family home got electricity, and he converted all of their appliances to electrical power. In his teens, he also sketched out a basic concept for a TV. It controlled the speed and directions of electrons and used a vacuum tube to create images on a screen. It was a scanning electron beam. It painted these images line by line. He tried to show this to his teacher, and his teacher did not get what he was trying to say at all. This was totally different from the other primary television technology that was in development at the time, which used these revolving disks, and you had to keep the disk on each side of the transmission synchronized exactly, or else the image would be blurry. In 1927, Farnsworth started filing patents for his television, and he unveiled a prototype on September 7th of that year. 
The picture started out pretty blurry, but he made it better and he kept working on it even after a fire at his lab destroyed a lot of his work. This little device also had a very small screen. It was about one and a quarter inches square. If you've ever watched the TV show Warehouse 13, it's very much like the Farnsworth devices that they use on that show. Meanwhile, while he was doing all of this work on his television invention, powerhouse Radio Corporation of America, also known as RCA, started up a PR campaign that tried to discredit Farnsworth's inventions and the idea of television in general as just not ready for market. RCA tried to promote its own radio technology instead. You could not even build your own radio without an RCA license at this time. They also hired an inventor from Westinghouse to visit Farnsworth's lab and try to reverse engineer his designs. And Farnsworth, not knowing that this guy was from RCA, let him in. This other inventor was not successful in his whole reverse engineering project, so RCA instead made an attempt to buy Farnsworth's work outright. But it was a very low offer, so he just refused. That's when RCA started up a patent war. The U.S. Patent Office found in Farnsworth's favor in 1935, but RCA did not back down. They had more money, more lawyers, and more power than Farnsworth did. So Farnsworth finally sold them a non-exclusive license for a million dollars. Unfortunately, all of this stress seems to have had an effect on his mental health. He had a psychiatric collapse after all of this, and he experienced depression for the rest of his life. But he did keep on inventing, mostly turning his focus away from television. Over his lifetime, he was granted or named on at least 160 patents, and he contributed to the development of technologies that used radar and infrared, as well as electron microscopes and baby incubators. He was awarded a number of honorary degrees, and he became head of a fusion lab at Brigham Young University. In 1968, he was inducted into the National Inventors Hall of Fame. He died, though, of pneumonia in Salt Lake City not long after that, on March 11th of 1971. His wife, Pem, worked tirelessly to make sure he wouldn't just be forgotten. Thanks to Tari Harrison for her audio work on these episodes, and you can learn more about Philo T. Farnsworth on the September 18th, 2013 episode of Stuff You Missed in History Class. You can subscribe to This Day in History Class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Tune in tomorrow for a 17th century date that's become notorious but just doesn't tell the whole story at all. There are some stories in Jewish history that are so bizarre, so fascinating, so completely wild that they feel like they're straight out of a movie, but they're all true stories. Join hosts Yael Steiner and Jonathan Schwab on Jewish History Nerds for a new season of intrigue, mystic realms, and bloody battles. In season three of these podcasts, you'll meet an ancient Arabian king who converted to Judaism in a struggle for power, a mysterious author who created amulets and performed Kabbalistic exorcisms, and a can't-miss story 
story of a female Hasidic Rebbe whose story unfolds like a real-life Yentl to challenge societal norms. Jewish history nerds will keep you on the edge of your seat as you learn all about some of the craziest and most amazing yet largely unknown stories that fill Jewish history books. Find out what happened, how it happened, and why each story still matters today. Don't miss Jewish History Nerds Season 3, hosted by Yael Steiner and Jonathan Schwab. Find Jewish History Nerds wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Hi, I'm Eves, and welcome to This Day in History class a show that uncovers history one day at a time. The day was August 19, 1814. Mary Ellen Pleasant was born, though the exact year of her birth has been disputed. Though many of the details of her life are unconfirmed, Pleasant is remembered as an entrepreneur, activist, and abolitionist. It's not clear where Pleasant was born. She said she was born in Philadelphia and that her mother was a free Black woman and her father was a Hawaiian man who imported silks. But other sources have said that she was born in Georgia or Virginia and that she was born enslaved to a Black mother and a white plantation owner. When she was young, she went to Nantucket, Massachusetts, where she lived with the Husseys, a Quaker family. There, she worked as a bond servant in the family store. Pleasant married twice in her life, first to a man named James Henry Smith, who died in the 1840s and left her an inheritance, and second to a Black man named John Pleasant. While she was with her first husband, she became involved in the abolition movement. 
He had instructed her to put the inheritance toward the movement, but she likely did not direct all of the money toward the cause. After the California gold rush began in 1848 and people moved west seeking fortunes, abolitionists also migrated to the state in pursuit of gold. Pleasant moved to San Francisco and started working as a housekeeper and cook, but she was making a lot of money from her investments. She was putting her money into stock and money markets, and she lent money to miners and business people with interest. Over the years, she owned laundries, boarding houses, and restaurants. She had shares in dairies and Wells Fargo Bank. She also put her money to philanthropic use. She helped Black people get homes and jobs in San Francisco and helped free Black people who were illegally enslaved in California. Some sources have said that she was involved in the Underground Railroad, and she claimed that she gave money to help John Brown with the raid on Harper's Ferry in Virginia. Pleasant was also involved in civil rights advocacy. In the 1860s, she staged a sit-in in San Francisco streetcars, and she participated in a court case that earned Black people the right to give their testimonies in California courts. But Pleasant's life was not free from controversy. There were rumors that her boarding houses were fronts that provided wealthy men with mistresses. And she formed a relationship, possibly romantic, with a wealthy white man named Thomas Bell. She moved into a mansion with Bell and his wife, Teresa, and became the housekeeper. People gossiped that she was Thomas's lover and that she was running scams to get money out of the Bells. Her name was even on the deed to the Bell homestead. When Thomas Bell died after falling from a window, rumors spread that Pleasant killed him. Teresa Bell claimed that Pleasant pushed him out of the window and the city turned against Pleasant. Court battles with the Bells and others cost Pleasant money and her reputation. Though she said that the Bell property belonged to her as she designed and built the mansion, she was forced to leave the Bell estate when she was 85. In 1899, she declared bankruptcy, though it was reported that she was still worth between $35,000 and $150,000. Pleasant was well-known in San Francisco by the time she died in 1904, despite the drama. Newspapers gave her the condescending nickname Mammy, a stereotypical name for Black women who took care of white children. She stated that she did not like the name. Decades after her death, the inscription, she was a friend of John Brown, was added to her gravestone as she had requested. And a park was established in her memory at the site of the mansion where she lived. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at T-D-I-H-C podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope to see you again tomorrow for more tidbits of history. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. 
Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you.